special edition daily delivery two days in a row. It's not a gold medal day like it was yesterday for SUNY Lee, but uh, Twins trade deadline day was uh, very active. The headliner being Jose Barrios after weeks, maybe months of speculation, gets traded to the Blue Jays. Um, I'd like to welcome in Lavelle E. Neal III for this special edition, columnist for the Star Tribune, longtime Twins beat writer. Lavelle, how you doing? I understand you are in Las Vegas. I am. I am. I tried to get away for a few days, and uh, baseball news just kept following me out here. So uh, here we are, break down a Brio steal. I appreciate you uh, hopping on for a moment here to uh, to break that down. Just to recap, uh, at the top, Jose Barrios traded to the Blue Jays, uh, who are making a push for uh, you know push for the playoffs, getting a pretty highly touted outfielder Austin Martin and right-handed pitcher Simeon Woods Richardson. They also traded Jay Happ and some cash to the Cardinals for two other pitchers, John Gant and Evan Sisk, and traded Hansel Robles to Boston for Alex Scherf, a converted reliever also in the minors. Um, combined with the trade of Nelson Cruz last week, that's a lot of activity, and I can't help but notice that uh, basically if I'm adding it up right, that is um, six out of the seven guys that are getting back are pitchers, Lavelle. That's about right. I think uh, Martin's the only non-pitcher in that group. And uh, it makes sense for what the Twins are trying to achieve here. It's obvious that the pitching decisions they made uh, for the 2021 team did not work out, and they've tried a different approach here. I just like the fact they've got some starting pitchers now in the mix who could contribute as soon as next year. Um, and at the top of that list is um, uh, Simeon Woods Richardson. Who I know his, his his numbers don't look that great this year, but a lot of people believe, believe in in his army and his stuff, and feel that he's going to be a pretty good starting pitcher in Major League Baseball. It's the second time he's been traded, so uh, he must be attractive to someone if uh, if they're willing to deal for him. Well, he was like, in the Stroman deal, right? And he's that's exactly right. He's only twenty, right? So he's young. That's, yes, twenty years old in Double A too. That tells you. Uh, and the Twins sent him to Double A too. That he's going to be with the wind surge. So. Um, it tells you what they think of him. They believe in the arm, you know? So, um, and then the, the last week's trade of, um, of Cruz to the Rays brought him back. Joe Ryan, who held team Israel to one run today over six innings in the Olympic play and drew Stoutman. And um, so I'm looking at this list here, Mike, and now you got a bunch of guys who could debut for on the start of, in the rotation next, by the, the end of next year. In Richardson, Ryan Stroutman, Yon Duran, Jordan Balazovich, Josh Winder, and Cole Sands. Yeah. And of, of that group, Joe Ryan's, whose fastball is like 292, 93, may be the lowest velocity of that group. A lot of those guys can get to 95. Winder can get to 97. Duran's touched 99. I believe Balazovich has gotten over 95. So, um, there's some there's some talent talented arms in the mid to upper levels, and it's something that uh, you know Falvey thought would be hard to do with the fine pitching that would be close to major league ready. But he 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 was able to pull it off. Of course, it took him trading a two time All Star in Barrios uh, to make that happen. Um, yeah, and I want to say something else about Austin Martin too. Austin, you know, uh, drafted as a shortstop. He's been playing some outfield. They're not sure what his position is. Uh, some questions whether or not he can stick it short, which we've heard before at Royce Lewis, but they believe in his hit, his hit tool 
It's pretty strong. You know how much power he's going to hit, but his hit two is pretty strong. So the Twins got some talent back, no doubt. Um, they looks like they're going to address their young, their their pitching and their young pitching over the next two or three years and see how that comes, um, how it shakes out. Um, but you know, Barrios is going to walk after 2022. Um, all indications where he's going to go to free agency and try to make as much money as he can. If the Twins can hold on to him and get back a compensation pick, you know, uh, if as soon as he signs as a free agent. But in this way, they maxed out on his return. Why they could, you get an extra number one pick because one, you know, um, uh, Martin is a former first round pick. I yeah, believe he's number five overall pick in 2020, right? Yeah, Richardson's like a former second round pick, I want to say. So, um, you know, I think that satisfied the Twins' demands for two highly thought of prospects as part of the package for Brios. Yeah, both of those guys are top 100 MLB prospects, I think. Martin yes. was the more highly regarded one. I think he's 16 right now. And uh, uh, another one, other guy, um, his name is escaping me right now. There's so many guys they acquired. Richardson. Sammy Richardson was maybe 60 or 70, but so, you know, you know, that means obviously that these guys are, you know, these guys were high in the depth chart in, you know, t- I think they, it seemed like the twins kind of had, you know, kind of played the waiting game, played the long game where they could kind of got a bunch of teams interested. And then, you know, had a nice pick from teams that seemed like that had some pretty deep minor league systems so that they could, you know, extract two pretty high level prospects. I feel like they did pretty well out of all of this. That said, what does this deadline, especially trading Barrios? I mean, everybody else that they dealt was on an expiring was maybe not necessarily going to be part of the team next year. What does trading Barrios tell you about what they think of 2022? Well, I, you know, if you asked me a question a month ago, I would tell you that, well, I talked to people with the organization about that and they feel they could contend next year. And so that was encouraging them to hold on to Barrios and be able to and be willing to walk into free agency with him. But obviously their minds changed as it got close to the deadline and they decided that the gap, that what they're doing on the mound is just unacceptable. I mean, it's one of the worst um, pitching staffs in baseball, uh, historic one in a historically bad bullpen in terms of allowing inherited runners to score. And uh, any left-handed hitter had a shot against this team. You know, so it had a lot of things going against it. And I think the Twins realized that and said, we're not going to win this year the way, you know, things are going. So we need to shake some things up here. And so I'm sure that was our guiding light into the trade deadline. And I think it's the right approach to go make, take a step back, punt on 22, Hopefully a couple of kids show some early returns when you give them a shot. And then maybe 2023, you could start thinking about being a little more uh, frisky in terms of trying to put the team over top again. So, yeah, it looks like, I mean, there's holes in the rotation, obviously when you trade, not just Barrios, but Hap. Um, so you get, you know, two immediate openings. Look, like that Griffin Jacks will start tonight in Barrios's place. Um, and he's made some spot starts this year, you know, pitching to reasonable effectiveness, uh, especially lately. And I've seen him actually, I've had been to two saints games this year and he's pitched both of them and this has pitched well in those games too. So maybe something there, I don't necessarily look at him and think, you know, potential, you know, top of the rotation guy, but you know, a lot of these guys are depth pieces that you want to get a look at. Um, who do you think we see sooner rather than later out of the guys that they have acquired out of these, you know, seven players, you know, seven, six or seven players, you know, all but one of them pitchers. 
Well, I was told directly that they want to see Josh Winder up here before the season's over. So I expect to see Winder uh, here. He's at AAA now. Um, I don't know. They may take it easy on Durant because he's coming back from some forearm issues. Balazovic is, is dealing right now. I, well, he was. I hadn't seen his last outing, but uh, he's been dealing, so he's trending in the right direction. I'm curious to see where they start Ryan and Stropman at when they when – they, um, I'm guessing they both end up at AAA. Yeah, that's where they were, but yeah. To me, you know, both, either one of those guys could debut, you know, in September for them, especially if Ryan has a positive run here with the USA team. Now, I don't know where they – I don't have their numbers in front of me, so I don't know if their, um, if their innings workload is too high, if that's going to be an issue or not. But I would imagine uh, Ryan, Stroutman, and Winder could all end up getting starts in September, and that would give the fans a chance to kind of take a peek at the future here which um, will help them forget about the present. I think Ryan, if I remember right, had 57 innings this year mm-hmm. so far. So not, you know, not, not, an, not an overwhelming amount. I think he had 75 strikeouts in those 57 innings too. So he was, he's someone that's kind of on my radar is, Hey, if he's a 25 year old at AAA, um, that might be a guy you want to get a look at over these last two months, especially now that there's some rotation openings. They can always give some starts too. to, uh, we didn't talk about John Gant yet. He's the six. He's a veteran. He's, he's on the Cardinals right now. Seemed like he actually pitched okay for them this year, got sent to the bullpen, even though he had an ERA under four uh, with the twins, that gets you a four-year contract extension with the Cardinals. I guess that gets you a bullpen demotion. So he's a guy that is under team control again next season could be you know a rotation filler you know bottom of the rotation kind of guy and could help them get to the finish line this year but uh, the guys you got to be really excited about are the ones they got back for Barrios no doubt about it and you know Austin Martin's got an OPS over 800 even though he's just one year out of the draft in double A um, that's impressive yeah he's he's a guy whose his bat will play I just, you know, you wonder how, how quickly they want to get a look at these guys, how fast they want to make decisions on them. At least they have regular minor leagues now um, so that they're, you know, they're able to get a look at them down there. I was surprised they were able to get anything of, you know, even reasonable value for Hansel Robles, who's just gone in a bad way the last month. Um, anything this deadline surprise you, either comings or goings? On a tw- twins related? Um yeah. The fact that they're able to trade Robles and, and they got a kid who looks like he's got decent numbers down at low A. I think he's at high A. I think he is. Um, and they got a second kid, a left-hander back in the Josh Gant deal. In the yeah, in the trade with the the Hap deal. Yes, yes, and it looks like he's got some decent stuff. Um, it, it's just amazing how it's amazing how many starting how many arms they got back. It was pretty much they were determined to replenish some of the pitching talent in the organization that tells you how they, where, where they felt they were at. Um, I'm surprised about uh, Martin from the aspect is that, is he another version of, uh, of, um, of Royce Lewis because yeah. Royce was drafted as a shortstop and there's still a little bit question if he's going to stick as a shortstop and he has played center field and they've liked how he's looked at center field. And then he went out to Arizona fall league a couple years ago and volunteered to play third and look great at third. And now everybody, Hey, let's move this guy around. So you got two guys in the same bucket there. And how do you move forward? And was, and was Martin is another reason, another attraction about Martin. Uh, the fact that you may have someone who can play center if Buxton is gone, you know, before next year, you know, so I'm um, curious to see how, 
how some of that shakes out moving forward. Few more things for you, Lavelle. Um, you know, one of them, the Buxton. There was some, you know, trade rumors heating up that he could even go at the deadline. That never felt like it was terribly realistic, just because of where his value sits right now. He's on the injured list right now. Position players, you know, even though right. there were some position player movement, you know, you saw the Yankees add a couple of bats. You've seen some teams add some bats. Buxton just never felt like the kind of guy that would move at the deadline. That said, there were enough rumblings that I feel like we were at least getting close to like the blockbuster day, as opposed to just a very big day with Barrios going. Yeah. A week ago, someone said that there were teams ready to trade for Buxton, even with him on IL. And I said, if that's the case, they're thinking they're getting him for like 80 cents on the dollar. Right. Um, I think it, it would behoove the twins to serve their best interest. If that they get him healthy, get back on the field and hope that he stays in the, in the lineup the rest of the season and puts up numbers. Cause then you've got, a little bit of a jumping off point during negotiations during the off season for a trade of Byron Buxton. So um, that's what I think. So in terms of blockbusters, that's the Chicago Cubs. They pretty much tore up their to the rest of their 2016 championship roster with trading uh, Brizzo uh, by uh, <laughs> and Kimbrough. It's amazing what they did in, uh, over the last few days. Here's a question, Lavelle, that I get asked a fair amount and some, you know, chatter that it goes back and forth with some friends of mine on, on group texts, you know, as we thought about this deadline, I, I was, you know, in favor of a Barrios trade. I, I, you know, I felt like they needed to kind of re revamp overhaul. Didn't feel like, you know, they were one or two moves away from being better in 2022. So I'm, I'm glad they took that approach. That said, the comeback I get, and I think it's a fair one is that this Falvey, uh, Levine regime has not developed pitching to this point. And do you trust this organization? We even saw, you know, current slash old friend, Matt Shoemaker taking some shots at the twins and kind of the approach they tried to take with him, even though he's still with the organization saying, you know, we're, they're trying to fit me too much into an analytics mode in the last couple of weeks. Um, do you trust this organization to develop pitching? Um, I still think the jury's out. And, you know, of course, you know, Shoemaker's got sour grapes over how his season went. Right. Um, this, this is something that he could have hashed out with Wes Johnson while he was still in the major league club. Um, uh, here's my thing. You, you add pitching through trades, through free agency, and through drafting and development. And um, the Twins have been trying all three modes here <laughs> in the last couple of years. And the longest and the most tedious arm of that pyramid is drafting and development. And so some of the guys that Falvey – was around for his first couple of years of just getting a double A, like Cole Sands, like Balazo. I, I think Balazo was actually drafted by the previous regime, but I think Winder and Sands were on his watch, I want to say. So they're just getting a double A. So they're taking that step-by-step -step progression toward the majors. So we really don't know yet um, if the Falvey factor is, is a positive or a negative. Um, and because they're not going to go out and give a guy 30 million a year, you're not bringing in the Garrett Cole either to, the frontier pitches staff. So I still think the jury's out a little bit. I'm curious to see how Winder and, and um, Sands and Duran and Balazovic look because that their fingerprints are on those four guys right now. So I want to see how those guys look when they finally get their major league opportunity. Two more things. One, not so serious. One serious. I'll start with the not so serious. Uh, Sam, Sam Benchu have added me on Twitter um, had a great little series here. Said the twins have made a series of trades over the last week. And in looking into the players they're receiving, I've stumbled upon a concerning revelation. Follow along if interested. Now he's got pictures of Joe Ryan, um, 
Austin Martin and um, John Gant, all three of them kind of similar hair, similar look. And he's worried. Uh, he said, friends, I'm not convinced that these are actually different people. There's a good chance this is the same person in disguise. I believe the twins have been catfished. Do you think the twins actually got three different players or did they, did they trade for one player three different times? I don't think they've been, I don't think they've been hornswoggled since the, um, since the, the uh, God, what's his name? The reliever from the Giants. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, the guy, Dyson. Sam Dyson. So this is Sam Dyson trade. I don't think they've been fleeced at all. So uh, let's, let's just not start that conspiracy. It's the last thing he is. It's, it's trading for the same guy. That was, that was just for fun. Obviously, different guys. Just the slightly similar looks with the hair. Last one. Um, I'm trying to sort out how I should feel. If I'm a Twins fan, how do I feel about today? Do I feel optimistic? Do I feel like, oh, man, this is going to be a while now? How, how, should I, how should I take the news that they've basically traded away their best pitcher and their best hitter a week ago? Uh, I, would, I would feel a little bummed out over this because um, you would think that the Twins would be in a position to keep a guy like Brios. I think that's the Twins will open themselves up for some questioning about um, their willingness to make a financial uh, commitment to keeping their own guys. I never expected them to go out and get the most expensive free agent on the market when, you know, the stadium opened, but I thought they'd be in a better position to lock up a couple of guys. Um, I wish they go back to talk to Buxton. I think their offer of seven years with $80 million was low. I think it should be a $15 million a year base plus incentives. And maybe you get a different answer from Buxton. Um, the fact they've saved some money here the last week and a half trading away a few of these guys and maybe they can go back with a revised offer. Um, Barrios, it looked like all uh, it looks like it looked like he wanted to go to Chester Free Agent Waters all along. And when the guy gets to that point, it's his right. Then you got to do what's best for the organization. And instead of waiting a year and getting like one draft pick back, they decided to make a trade now and get two prospects back. I can't blame them for that. So, but I wish they would be. It would it would help their cause if they could do something like sign Buxton and take on the risk of of having a guy who is injury prone but is an all star when he's healthy. Uh, just to make just to show that you're willing to hold on to someone who's pretty good that you developed and who wants to stay here. Buxton wants to stay. So why don't we make it happen? I think they should. I think, I don't think they should trade Buxton. I, I was, I yeah. was in on the Barrios trade because I don't think he's a number one. And I sometimes question if he's even a true number two, but yeah. uh, it, it, Buxton has that ceiling where you're like, pay him. It's a risk. It's a risk reward. I know he's been on the injured list 11 times in his career, mm. including right now. But he, he's too. You're gonna be you're gonna be banging your head against the wall if he ever if he ever stays healthy and figures this out long term. If you ever if you got rid of him, he's got to look at it like this. Hey, I've injured every part of my body now. <laughs> injured anymore? I'm in the clear now. I've done, I've hurt my head, my hip, my 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 shoulder, my foot, my knee. I've I've done it all. My wrist, both wrists, I think, and both. I think shoulders. So. Yeah, I've had wow. my I've had it all. <laughs> you have, you have. Well, Lavelle, good stuff. I'll let you get back to uh, some some well-earned time off. Uh, thanks for letting me steal 20 minutes here for a special daily delivery to help me break down trade deadline. Recapping, Jose Barrios traded to Toronto. Um, that comes on the heels of last week. Nelson Cruz being dealt. Minor moves with Jay Happ and Hansel Robles also going. Pretty busy, but understandable for a team whose season has gone way, way different than they had hoped. Lavelle, thanks again, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon, all right? All right, my pleasure.